I'm not pulling on my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for the drive to work, coronavirus edition. Okay, so today I'm going to look back at the history of the fairy creature type. Uh, fairies actually go all the way back to Alpha, um, but they've, they've been through some changes. So I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, kind of the history of fairies and talk about some specific designs of fairy cards. Okay, so to start with, for fairies, we have to go all the way back to Alpha. The very first fairy was called Scrib Sprites. It was a single green mana, and it was a 1-1 flying creature. Um, and back in the day, um, that was aggressive for creatures. Nowadays, 1 mana, 1-1 one, one flyer is not that aggressive, but uh, creatures were a bit weaker back in Alpha. And Scrib Spice actually saw some play. I, I um, famously had a deck that uh, Scrib Spice were a, a big part of, a blue-green deck. Um, and just having a 1-1 one, one flyer for 1 mana was a big deal back then. Um, but anyway, that was the first fairy. It was the only, the only fairy in Alpha. Scrub was the only fairy in Alpha. Um, I think a lot of what Richard was doing when he made Alpha was trying to sample and, and say, hey, look at all the different fantasy tropes here. Um, it's interesting when you look back, there's not a lot of any one thing. Uh, I mean, in retrospect, there's a bunch of humans, but, uh, the human creature type didn't even exist at, at the time. So there were, the creature types were spread over lots of different abilities. So the humans all had what they did rather than what they were. Um, but anyway, there was one fairy. So, I mean, magic started and it said, okay, hey, fairies exist. It's a, it's a fantasy trope. Um, but there was only one. So the next fairy didn't show up till the second expansion, uh, Antiquities. So Arabian Nights came. There are no fairies. I don't think there's a lot of fairies in the Arabian Nights, um, lore. Uh, but the next one shows up in Argothian Pixies, shows up in Antiquities. So it's one in green for a two-one. And the text is, cannot be blocked by artifact creatures. Any damage Argothian Pixie takes from artifact creatures is reduced to zero. Now, with modern technology, that would have been protection from artifacts. I don't think that was something we had done just yet, and protection was still in its early phases. So, um, I don't think protection from outside of a color happened for a little while. Um, or maybe, actually, it's funny. There were there was a there was an artifact ward in uh, maybe 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 there was protection from artifacts in the artifact ward. But anyway, Argothian Pixies. Um, so this card ended up being actually saw a decent amount of play. Once again, this was also in my my little weenie deck. Um, uh, and the reason was that Mishra's Factories, which were also a card in Antiquities, which was a land that you could pay one mana to turn into a 2-2 creature, were everywhere. They were very powerful cards back in the day. And the Argothian Pixies couldn't be blocked by, um, couldn't be blocked by them. So they, they, they actually, uh, it, metagame-wise, were an interesting choice. Like I said, I, I, I played them for sure. Um, but once again, so, so th anyway, this is the first fairies that don't fly. Um, it's interesting, in the, in the art, you see these fairies sort of sitting on flowers, um, so they're not mid-fly, like, in Scripps Bright, we're seen flying, um, but, so it's the first time we introduce non-flying fairies, There's one of the ongoing things with fairies is, how much expectation is there that fairies are going to fly? Um, as you will see, a decent amount, and we, we, we have to be very careful when we make non-flying fairies, that it's clear that this isn't the kind of fairy that can fly. Um, okay, next up, so the next... The next fair, um, we didn't get to Legends, which is the third expansion. There were three cards that were Summon Fairy uh, back in the day. This is before uh, it would say Creature uh, subtype. It, it would say Summon and the Creature. So two of them were what I would call legit Fairy Fairies. Um, one was Fire Sprites. One in a green for a 1-1 one, one flying. Green and tap, add red to your mana pool. This is played as an Interrupt is what it said. So back in the day, Interrupts were... Um, 
there used to be a third car type, and interrupts couldn't be, uh, you couldn't interact with them except with other interrupts. Uh, and so the idea is, I can get my mana, and you can't mess with me while I'm getting my mana, was the idea. Um, the other one was Pixie Queen, two green green for a 1-1 one, one flying, uh, summon Pixie Queen, uh, green 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 tap, target creature gains flying until end of turn. Um, so the fire sprites at least are color shifting mana, which is something green can and still does. The Pixie Queen is like aids in flying. I mean, I think there's so much green mana on that activated ability because flying wasn't really a green thing. Um, and anyway, oh, so the third fairy in the set was uh, Aceling Leprechaun. Green for a 1-1. All creatures that block or are blocked by Leprechaun become green creatures. Use counters to indicate change creatures. Cost to tap, maintain, or use a special ability of target creature remains entirely unchanged. So it was Magic's first Leprechaun. Uh, I think they decided at the time... Um, that we weren't going to make Leprechaun its own thing. So it just became... Fairy... So this is the time we decided that Fairy was a little bit broader than just the traditional Fairy. Um, oh, by the way, a little note just because people ask me this all the time. Why do we spell Fairy F-A-E-R-I-E as opposed to F-A-I-R-Y, which is more traditionally how it's spelled? I think it was Richard just trying to be a little fancier, a little more, you know, fantasy flavors... Uh, it felt a little more mystical. I, I think that's why he did it that way. Anyway, so Ace and Leprechaun was us sort of saying, okay, well, fairies can go a little bit broader. It's not just, like, like fairies with, with wings that grant wishes. Um, but anyway, so, so you can see early on, very green. Um, oh, the one other thing I should mention in Legends is Rabinia Soulsinger, uh, back in the day, it was a legend, I mean, Legends didn't have was a Legends was a creature type in Legends, and we only had one creature type or creatures mostly. So, so Rubini was just a summon legend. She later would be uh, in the great uh, the great creature type update would become. So when she it was printed, she wasn't a fairy. Um, she wasn't flavor of fairy. Um, in fact, Rubini Soul Singers modeled the art is modeled after a woman named Carol who used to run sales way back in the day. Um, and uh, she has the ability to tap, gain control of target creature. Rubinia does not tap or untap this creature. If Rubinia becomes untapped, you lose control of this creature. You may choose not to untap Rubinia as normal during your untap phase. You also lose control of target creature if either Rubinia leaves play or you lose control of Rubinia. So she could... The idea was she was a fairy that was sort of luring people away was, was, was the idea. Um, and she was blue, white, green. So Rubinia's the first... I mean, she wasn't a fairy. She was a fairy in flavor, not in creature type till much later. But she was a fairy in flavor. And... This is the first time you see us going outside of green. Okay, so next we get to Homelands. Um, so Homelands has a couple fairies. It actually has four fairies, three of which are green and one of which is blue. So let's get to the green fairies first. So there's Fairy Noble, two and a green for one, two, flying. Uh, summon Noble, it was its uh, creature type originally. Um, uh, so it wasn't, yeah, actually, so I guess when it was printed, it wasn't a fairy. But the reason for that was flying, all fairies you control get plus one, plus zero, plus zero, plus one. Tap, all fairies you control get plus one, plus zero until end of turn. So at the time, I think all lords weren't what they were lord of. Like, Goblin King wasn't a goblin. That's why he was summon noble and not um, summon fairy. Noble, interestingly, would go away as a creature type and then come back uh, later. So that that's also interesting. Um... And, uh, so Fairy Noble was the first time we were trying to sort of say, hey, maybe you could play fairies as, uh, a deck. It's the first time we made a lord for fairies. Um, then there was Willow Fairy, one in a green for a one-two with flying, which is a bit weaker in scripts rights. And then Willow Priestess, two green-green for a two-two. Uh, tap, take a fairy from your hand and put it directly into play as though it were just summoned. 
two green. Target green creature gains protection from black until end of turn. Okay, so these three green fairies are all sort of playing in the idea of, uh, I mean, Willow Priestess and Fairy Noble are, are for the first time ever, doing some fairy tribalness. Um, none of these are particularly strong. It's funny how Scripps Price was actually decently strong, and then you'll notice, like, ever since then, we're, we're 1G for a 1-1 one, one flyer, 2GG for a 1-1 one, one flyer, um... 2G for a 1-2, 1G for a 1-2, 2GG for a 2. So fairies, we weren't getting particularly strong stuff. Um, the one important thing in this is Sea Sprite. So Sea Sprite is the first mono-blue fairy we made. Um, and that is one in a blue for a 1-1, one, one, flying protection from red. You'll notice that Sea Sprite's protection from red and Willow Priestess does protection from black. Um, protection was more of a thing in early magic, and especially protection from my enemy. Uh one of the things that we played up a lot more in early Magic was the concept of ally versus enemy colors, and we really did a more hosing of enemy colors, especially through stuff like protection. So you see that show up quite a bit. Um, it's funny, I think the Sea Sprite Head Protection Red actually became relevant for a very brief moment in, in Magic. Okay, so now we get to Mirage. So Mirage uh, introduces Uktabi Fairy, one in green for a 1-1. One, one. It's got flying, and three green, sacrifice Uktabi Fairy, destroy target artifact. Okay, so the idea is fairies mess with things. We, we, that, that's always been sort of a flavor. And, okay, now we have something that has some extra utility. Well, it's a creature. Hey, but later in the game, if you need to deal with something, you can. Um, and then in Portal, we had Moon Sprite, one green, one one flying, which just was a weaker version of Scrib Sprites. Um, Portal was the introductory. Uh, early on... Um, uh, you couldn't even play... I mean, it was only for introductory. You couldn't play it in tournaments and stuff. Later, we let you play it in internal formats. Okay, so now we're going to get to Tempest. Um, so you'll notice that up to this point, uh, other than Sea Sprite and, I guess, Robinia Solsinger's Multicolors, all the fairies are green. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, ten... There's twelve fairies in existence. Ten of them are green. One is uh, blue-white-green, so it's green, but also blue in addition. And one is blue. Okay, but come Tempest, things start to change. <coughs> so Tempest has Wind Dancer, which is one and a blue for a 1-1 one, one flyer, and tap target creature against flying to end of turn. So it really what it is is a cleaner version of um, Pixie Queen, except it's a bit cheaper. Pixie Queen was four mana and, this, and two green green. This is one and a blue. And it costs green, green, green tap to make something fly. Wind Dancer just does it cleaner. So what happened was... Um, so I was, uh, Tempest was, was my set. Um, the, the pitch that I made was, why are we doing fairies in green? Like, the fact that green, green, flying really wasn't a thing in green, right? Uh, you know, green, green had anti-flying, it had reach, it had, it could destroy your plumbing and things that could destroy flyers, but green really was the anti-flying color, not the flying color. And while we could make the occasional non-flying fairy, I'm like, look, at the core, fairies want to fly. So why are we sticking fairies in a color that really, like, we just, if we want to make, like, green is not good at small flyers. Well, it's not good at big flyers. Green's not good at flying. But if we made fairies in green, we were just making suboptimal flyers. Why, I mean, and, and fairies are very tricky. And, you know, right, they're creatures of the air. They're creatures of magic. They're tricky. I'm like, why not make them blue? They, there's a lot of reasons they make a lot of sense in blue. Um, and so we decided... Uh, you know, I made the big push, and I, I like in Tempest, I specifically said, okay, I'm going to take Pixie Queen and make just a way better Pixie Queen, and the fact that it's in blue, that I don't have to tap green, green, green to give something flying, I can just tap it to give something flying. So Wind Dancer comes, and 
really sort of sets the standard of what can be. So um, then uh, the next up shows up in Urza's Legacy. Um, so interestingly, uh, I was in charge in Urza's Legacy of doing creature... T- I was in charge of doing card concepting, which meant I was in charge of doing a lot of creature typing for things that weren't, like, mechanically relevant. So, hey, look, there's some there's some fairies that show up in Urza's Legacy. Three, in fact. Uh, Cloud of Fairies, one in, one in a blue, summon fairies, one, one, flying. When Cloud of Fairies comes into play, untap onto unt- two lands, and it has cycling two, you can discard it to draw a card. Thornwind Fairies, one blue, blue, one, one, flying. Tap, Thornwind Fairies deal one damage to our creature or player. Uh, this is back when um, the Tim ability, uh, Prodigal Sorcerer um, from Alpha, was, was still a blue thing. That would not last too much after this, but it was. And fine, uh, the final one was Weather Thief Fairies, two in a blue for two, one, flying protection from red. So like, okay, you know, let's start making... We can put, once we put it in blue, we can start getting more aggressive. Like Cloud of Fairies, for example, there was an untap mechanic in the Urza Saga block where you play something and then you untap uh, a number of lands equal to the number, the, the mana value of the card. So this costs two and untaps two lands. So Cloud of Fairies, I think, is the first really... I mean, well, okay, Scripps Sprites and um, our Gathering Pixies definitely showed up in Constructed Magic. There's a few other fairies. I think Uktabi Fairy showed up a little bit. And I think Sea Sprite showed up a little bit. But um, it wasn't really... Like, Cloud of Fairies was the first time that, like, a staple... I mean, well, fine. Scripps Rites and Agatha Pixie saw plenty of play. Uh, Cloud of Fairies really was the next time that we really sort of made a constructed fairy. Cloud of Fairies saw a lot of play. Turns out the untapped mechanic was quite powerful. Um, Thorman Fairies, Weather Seed Fairies didn't see quite as much. But Cloud of Fairies definitely sort of... Like, we started seeing more fairies out there and started introducing them... Um, the next one to show up was Cloud Sprite in Mercadian Masks. It was a single blue mana, 1-1 one, one flyer, uh, and it could block, only block creatures with flying. So, it's funny, um, in Arabian Nights, we had made Flying Man, which wasn't a fairy, but it was a 1-1 one, one flyer for blue. Um, we, ironically, ended up weakening things, thinking that was a little too strong. Um, early magic development was not our forte, and I, I think we really... We made overpowered spells and underpowered creatures, and it took us a little while to understand that. But anyway, Cloud Sprite was, I think, one of the early, what we call high-flying, meaning it can only block things that also fly. Um, and that was our way to get a one-drop flyer, even though now we now we give you a one-drop flyer in blue with, with more than that. Next up, happened in Invasion, was Fairy Squadron. So it's blue for a 1-1. Uh, and then Kicker, three and a blue. And if you paid that, uh, the Fairy Squadron comes to play with two plus one, plus one counters on it, and has flying. Um, so the idea is it's a 1-1 one, one creature that doesn't fly, but if for 3 blue-blue, you get a 3-3 three, three flyer. It's funny, if we had this card to do again, it would just have flying naturally. Like, a card can just be blue-1-1 one, one flying, but back in the day, back in Urza Saga, um, it is kind of funny that Urza Saga is known for us making really crazy powerful cards, uh, but at the same time, we make some underpower things by today's comparison. Um, but that was we making use of the kicker mechanic. The idea is, hey, it's a small creature that you can use early uh, that can become a larger thing later on. Um, okay, so fairies really didn't show up again. So, like, once again, you can see, they show up from time to time, um, but there's a gap. So that is, uh, in Invasion. The next time fairies show up is not till Ravnica. Um, and that's, a, there's a, there's a decent gap between Invasion and Ravnica. Um, you know, there was Invasion block, and then there was, um, uh, oh, no, no, you're right, it was Invasion block, and then we had... Um, I'm blinking on things. We had uh, Odyssey and Onslaught and Mirrodin and Champions of Kamigawa 
and then we get to Ravnica. So it's like a five a five year gap there. Um, okay. So in Ravnica, we get Surveilling Sprite, one blue for a one-one flyer. When Surveilling Sprite is put into a graveyard from play, you may draw a card. Uh, so something that draws your card when it dies. Uh, and we get Wizened Snitches, uh, three and a blue, one three, flying player play with the top of the card of the library revealed. Okay, anyway, I, I probably should speed up my fairy star here. I don't need to go on all the individual cards. For, um, so what happens is fairies start showing up a little bit. Uh, later in the block, there's Wee Dragonoth, which actually is a pretty powerful card. Um... And over, over the next couple of years, it, it, they show up from time to time. Uh, Silkwing Scout, Diamond Fairy, Spirit Noble, which is finally a blue. Uh, Spirit Noble is important because um, it, well, it, 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 it is a uh, lord for flyers, not fairy specifically. But it's the first time blue kind of gives you something to help build a blue-based fairy deck. Although, because it helps flyers, it, it's more than just a fairy deck. Uh, with Script Ranger, Cloud Seer. Okay, so now we get to Lorwyn. So Lorwyn is the first time that we say, you know what, we're going to have a tribal component to a set, and fairies are going to be part of that tribal component. Um, we said, okay, fairies are going to be something that are, are key to it. Um, the other thing we do is, for the first time, we give fairies a secondary color, and it's not green, it is black. The idea is these are trickster fairies. They can be a little bit mean uh, and blue. And, and plus, we wanted them to fly, uh, and white didn't feel right, so we put them in black. Because white, blue, and black are the three colors that naturally have the flying. And red and green really... I mean, red has some big flyers and dragons, but red and green really aren't the flying colors. Um, so we, for the first time ever, start making... I mean, once again, fairy noble and stuff, there was a little bit of tribal ahead of time. But we make a deck in which fairies are a thing we are making. Fairies are something that we are pushing. And this is when fairies finally become an actual constructed format or constructed deck. Um, uh, like, for example, Miss by and Click, three and a blue, four, four, fl flash flying, champion of fairy. So when this comes into play, sacrifice it. Unless you remove another fairy you control from the game, when it leaves play, you return it to play. When a fairy is champion with Miss by and Click, tap all lands target player controls. So here's a card that is really powerful, but you really need a fairy out ahead of it to play it. Um, you know, Pestermite, two in a blue, two one, flash flying. When Pestermite comes into play, you may tap or untap target uh, permanent. Um, uh, there is uh, Bitter Blossom happens during this block. Bitter Blossom allows you to lose a life and make up fairy every turn. Um, anyway, we start making some powerful fairies, some fairies that really. Um, encourage you to play fairies. And for the first time, fairies become a thing. Become like a like a constructed deck. Um, and there's lots of powerful things that push through. And so, the other thing that we did in Lorwyn Block is um, Lorwyn Block would uh, then becomes Shadowmore Block. Um, and Shadowmore Block, um, the, the colors shift on the, like, you know, I think goblins are... Um, Black red, so they turn into red green, and like the, there's a color shifting that goes on all the creatures. All the creature types show up again in Shadowmore Block because it's still the same world. Um, but we decided that the one thing we thought it'd be fun that one creature type doesn't change when the world changes, and that we ended up making the fairies. Um, so the whole block had a lot of blue black fairies. Vidalion Click, like I said, Bitter Blossom. Um, there's just a lot of different fairies that show up during that block. And because we kept them in blue block for both Shadowmore block, mini block and, um, and uh, Lorwyn mini block, there's a whole year's worth of fairies. And so for the first time, like I said, we really put fairies on the map and start making a lot of really powerful, exciting fairies. Um, 
the story of Bitter Blossom, by the way, is interesting, is uh, I was inspired by Phyrexian Arena, which is a card, it's an enchantment where every turn you, you're forced to lose a life and draw a card. Um, and I liked the idea of, okay, well, what if that was a creature rather than, um, and I wanted to do it in black. And I think what happened was, okay, well, what were, my, what were the creatures in Lorwyn? Or actually, what was Bitter Blossom? Bitter Blossom is... Um, Bitter Blossom was in Morning Tide. In Morning Tide. Um, so I was trying to figure out like where to put it, and we were doing Tribal at the time, so I thought it'd be cool to do a Tribal enchantment that made a creature type. And I think in black, I, I, I think I could make a Goblin, or I could make a Fairy, I think were the two things we were putting in black, or a Tree Folk, but uh, Tree Folk was a little weird. Um, and I decided that a Fairy would be fun because I could make it flying rather than make it a ground creature because you were paying a life. Um, so I ended up making Bitter Blossom. Really, I didn't expect when I made a Bitter Blossom that I was going to make as powerful a card as I had made. I honestly thought I was making just a, 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 like a cute, flavorful card. Um, but it ended up being a powerhouse and just being one of the things that helped fuel the fairy deck. So, um, uh, the, oh, the other one I should talk about real quickly, Vidalion Click. Um, so Vidalion Click is one blue, blue, three, one, flash flying. When Vidalion Click comes into play, look at target player's hand. You may choose a non-land card from it. If you do, that player reveals the chosen card, puts it on the bottom of his or her library, then draws a card. Um, this one's a little, uh, on the Colorfy Council. Like, it's kind of doing discard, which really is a black thing. Um, at the time we said, well... What if blue does some sort of forced looting where it makes you loot, but it's looting? So you're not you're not down a card, which is what black always does. Um, this is a bit bendy. I think in retrospect, this probably wants to be blue black and not just mono blue. Um, well, I don't mind do like I don't mind saying target player discards a card and draw a card in blue. The fact that you pick what the card is uh, feels a little bit too much black to, to me mono blue. That's my my take on it. Okay, so we do them. It's very popular. People have a lot of fun with them. Um, and they show up throughout, um, the, uh, Lauren block and Shadowmore block. Um, <coughs> uh, and then, um, right, so they show up, they show up in Shadowmore and Eventide. Um, and then fairies kind of go back to being this occasional thing. Um, you know, they show up, they, they show up in various sets along the way, um, like, Fairy uh, Mechanist shows up in Conflux, and Zephyr Sprite shows up in Magic 2010, and Fairy Imposter shows up in um, Return to Ravnica. So, like, like you start seeing fairies. So, fairies are clearly not a thing. People like fairies. Some of the older fairies now have a fairy deck because of all the fairies from Lorwyn and Shadowmore. Um, but anyway, it definitely sort of retreats to being sort of a um, an occasional thing we do from time to time. I mean, they show up, they're there. Um... But it isn't really till we get to Eldraine that we start sort of... Eldraine is the next time we go to a world and say, okay, this is a fairy tale world. The word fairy is literally in the description of what the world is, right? It's a fairy tale world. Um, so how do you not have fairies in a fairy tale world? Um, now, this time, we were trying to figure out... So one of the things we looked at is we said, okay, well, what do fairies do in fairy tales? And the, the one big difference in fairy tales is, while there are mis mischievous fairies in fairy tales, there are also some very helpful fairies. Um, and what we like, like the fairy godmother is a good example of, um, in fact, we made fairy guidemother, uh, which was uh, very much playing on that. So it's white for a 1-1 flying. Obviously, we're not doing one-drop flyers without worrying about it. And then it's an adventure. So gift of the fae, one and a white. Target creature gets plus two, plus one, and gains flying until end of turn. So the idea is it temporarily 
grant something flying, and then it's a, a flyer itself. Um, but, like, the idea of a fairy godmother um, is very much like a, a fairy tale staple thing, right? And that's a pretty helpful fairy, you know? It, it seems pretty white. So we decided to do tribal fairy again. Um, well, I mean, I don't know tribal. I mean, we tried to do fairy in numbers again um, and to make it a component of the set. And so we decided to put it in white and blue. Um, our thought process is that fairies, the heart of fairies is in blue, even putting them in black in, um, in, uh, Lorwyn was more like we needed a secondary color. So the idea is the heart of fairies are in blue. Um, we did, by the way, I, I, actually, when I said white blue, we put them in white blue. We ended up doing a little bit of black, uh, black fairies in Eldraine, uh, because fairies are, there are some mischievous fairies. Uh, like Wrinkle, Master of Pranks, two black, black, three, three, legendary creature, fairy rogue, flying haste. Whenever Wrinkle, Master of Pranks deals combat damage to a player, choose any number. Each player discards a card, each player loses one life and draws a card, or each player sacrifices a creature. Um, that was us playing off sort of the Rumpelstiltskin. Um, there are fairies that are mischievous and kind of mean in fairy tales. So um, while we put the majority of the fairies in white and blue, actually, the most of them are in blue, second is in white, but there are some black. Although now that I look at them, I, I guess maybe there's this, there's three white and there's three black monocolor fairies. Um, I think if you start looking at uh, multicolor, uh, there's a white blue. So there's a little bit more white than there's black. But anyway, we definitely brought fairies back. It's something where we wanted to do something cool with them. We wanted sort of to... Um, and you'll notice like uh, animating fairy, two blue, two, two. Uh, it's a flyer. Um, and then it's an adventure. Bring to life, two blue. Target non-creature artifact you control becomes a zero-zero artifact creature. Put four plus one plus one counters on it. That's us doing the blue fairy from uh, Pinocchio. Um, Fay of Wishes, one in a blue, one four flying, one in a blue, discard two cards, return Fay of Wishes to its owner's hand, and granted, three in a blue. You may choose a non-creature card you own from outside the game, reveal and put it in your hand. That's us playing the idea of fairies granting wishes and a wish. Uh, the wish mechanic and magic is going to get stuff outside the game. So, so we definitely like one of the things in Eldrin. We really had a lot of fun playing around in that space uh, and doing things that were um, that really sort of helped that. Um, we did make a uh, uh, in um, Throne Eldrin. Um, there is a Leia. So I think this is. Was this in one of the... This might have been one of the side decks. Uh, Artful Provocateur. Provocateur. That is hard to say. Uh, One white, blue, black. Two, three. Legend creature, fairy, warlock. Flying, death touch, lifelink. Other creatures control the flying. Get plus one, plus O. Whenever you cast an artifact or enchantment spell, create a one, one, blue, fairy, creature token with flying. So there, for example, is us making commander with flying. I mean, it it, it says creatures with flying because there's only so many fairies. Um, So, you know, we're trying to make a, a commander deck. Uh, just fairies it becomes a little bit hard, so we made it a little bit broader. But you can you can definitely see us trying to do that. Um, so we're, I'm almost out of time here. But so what is the future of fairies? You'll notice that fairies fairies have a lot of feast and famine in magic, meaning that hey, we do them every once in a while. There's something that you know we we like fairy. They're a fantasy trope, so we like having them. You know, every once in a while we'll do a fairy here or there. Um, but there are worlds we come to where we sort of dive in and fairies become a thing. Um, obviously, it happened in Lorwyn. It happened in Eldraine. Um, so the question a lot of people ask me is, will we see more fairies? It's, it's a question I get a lot. Like, one of my biggest complaints uh, from Modern Horizon 2 was the lack of fairies. People really wanted... People want more fairies. 
there, there, there's, there, the, the fairy fans are out there. I hear you guys. Um, and what I will say is, we recognize there are fans of fairies. I do think we will find places to do more fairies. I mean, fairies are the kind of thing that will show up in small doses continually in magic. Um, but I think from time to time, when we find the right worlds where fairies really feel at home, we can do more fairies. I, there will be more sets where fairies really play a larger role in the set. Um, they're definitely one of those creature types that, like, with when the right world comes around, they really set the tone for the world. And so I, I, I think we will find more. I mean, A, if we ever go back to either Lorwyn or Eldraine, obviously there'll be more fairies because we've established lots of fairies there. And I do think we'll find more worlds where fairies make sense. Like, I, I, I recognize that fairies sort of hit something fun in that, they're very, like, one of the things that I always talk about is, is the importance of resonance is that you really want to find something that means something to players outside the game itself. Uh, and fairies are one of the things. There's a lot of fairies in pop culture, you know? There's a lot of fairies that, that permeate through. And I I think that they hit a sensibility that that's fun. Like, different creature types hit different players, you know? Um, and I recognize that fairies are something that really hit a certain audience. And then the people that like fairies really, really like fairies. And that's one of the reasons when I, a new set comes out and there's not fairies, Hey, the contingent always talks to me. And I, I do, I just want to say that I recognize you guys are out there. Um, more fairies coming. I, 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 I do understand that it's, there are certain creature types that's kind of just hit 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 a chord and really the audience that loves them loves them so dearly. So um, I promise you, I promise you, there are more fairies in the future. Um, but anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this little jaunt through the, the history of fairies. Um, it was fun looking back, and it, it's it's always neat to me to see something that starts all the way back in Alpha, but then slowly evolves as it goes along. And it took fairies a little while to find their feet. They like I said, they change color of their core, and they it, it's kind of neat looking at sort of the history of fairies. Um, anyway, guys, I'm now at my desk. So we all know that means, means this is the end of my uh, drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.